Welcome to Life on the Hill. If this is your first time joining us, this podcast is intended for Hamilton College students and the Hamilton College community to hear the voices of people committed to the success of Hamilton College students. My name is Travis Hill and I'm the host of this program. In this special episode, we hear from Ruthie Schmidt and Julian Perricone, members of the class of 2020. So the story behind this episode is that Ruthie, Julian, and I sat down on February 28th, 2020, to record this particular episode of the podcast about their experience as members of the class of 2020 as they looked ahead to their upcoming commencement as seniors. Little did any of us know that a couple weeks later, before the episode was launched, everything would change and we would be sending home all of our students, including the class of 2020 for the remainder of their time at Hamilton to complete their degree requirements at home. So when it came time to edit this episode, it felt very tone deaf to put out an episode sharing the experience of these two graduating seniors as if the world hadn't changed and everything about their experience hadn't changed with it. So I set the recording aside and moved forward. I didn't produce new episodes of the podcast for quite a while and chose not to air this episode. But I'm glad to say many of the class of 2020 are back on the hill for in-person commencement two years later. And if there was ever a time that it felt appropriate to go ahead and edit this episode and release it to the community, now is that time. And I'm so grateful to do it because it's one of my favorite interviews that I've had the pleasure of doing. Ruthie and Julian had incredible insights about their experiences while on the Hill. And it serves as kind of a mini time capsule of a moment in time before everything changed. So please enjoy this interview with Ruthie and Julian, members of the class of 2020. Well, thank you both for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, pleasure to be here. (laughs) So to get started, like I always do, I'd love to hear the story of what brought each of you to Hamilton. So Ruthie, why don't you start? Yeah, no problem. So when I think back to why I chose Hamilton, I picture myself as just, you know, a scared junior, maybe senior in high school, Mm -hmm. going into my college advisor's office and being like, hey, where do you think I should go? She gave me a list of schools. I didn't really know what any of them were, except for, I don't know, the ones that people (laughs) know about by Mm -hmm. name. And I was like, okay, great. I don't know what to do with this, but I kind of took the list and started doing my own research and Hamilton was on that list. I saw that it was a small liberal arts school. That was really appealing to me. My graduating class had 63 kids in it. Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, Hamilton feels large to me. Yep. <laughs> so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. But the real kicker for me was visiting and getting to sit in on some classes and meet some professors because one of the reasons I liked my high school so much was its size and the fact that it was small and that the teachers were really highly invested in their students as a result. And even just by sitting in a class here at Hamilton, I could get the sense that the professors enjoyed teaching, which is huge, and really cared about their students. For me, that was the ultimate defining factor. That's great. Thank you. What about you, Julian? 
Yeah, I mean, I was at a total loss. I remember searching for schools. Coming from a place like New York City, I, I know I didn't want anything too urban. And I also didn't really want anything kind of too big, too loud. I also came from a pretty small high school, so um, I was looking for a tightly knit community. Mm-hmm. And I remember I just had no idea what to do. And a friend of mine said, you know, I just visited Hamilton and I stayed over with some friends of mine who were there and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, Hamilton, okay, that sounds cool. There's also all the buzz about, you know, the, the play <laughs> musical that just came out. So yeah. That was around. And then I was like, okay, I'll go check out, you know, Hamilton. So I took the drive up with my, my father and I got here and it was it was just everything. It was perfect. I remember just feeling like that tour. And it was after I'd done some tours at other schools too. I felt like that tour at Hamilton was just by far the best. And it seemed like everything they were saying on that tour was like catered to what I was looking for in a mm. school. And so it just worked out perfectly. I applied and I got in and here I am. Now, do you feel like what you imagined it would be like has actually been delivered to you in your experience? Honestly, like for the most part, yeah. What Julian was just saying reminded me of this poster that you guys had. I don't know if you still distribute this one, but it was basically a student in a hammock reading Mm -hmm. a book Mm -hmm. with like the light side buildings in the background. I think, unless I've like, I don't know, maybe I've altered this memory in my mind. It's possible. You know, memory's weird. Um, Mm -hmm. Plenty of podcasts about that. Not by you, though. No, no, but that'll be the next one. (laughs) That's the next one. That's the next one for sure. But that image, I remember, was really important to me coming in. And I very much believe that Hamilton, you know, offers you a lot of opportunities to, I don't know, be that kid enjoying Mm -hmm. a book, you know, in whatever class on a hammock. But it really is a place that allows you to to make whatever you want of it. And for that reason, I've really appreciated Hamilton because I think I came in not with specific expectations, but maybe the expectation that I would have opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was met with. Mm-hmm. So I do believe it's met my expectations. That's good. But how many hammocks have you been in on campus? A, f- a decent amount. The okay. Glen House has like multiple <laughs> on <true>. the porch. <laughs> yeah, I, I have been that kid. So <laughs> that we delivered pretty solidly by the sounds. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm not making this up because I'm on a podcast with Travis Hill right now. <laughs> like, I, I really genuinely believe I've enjoyed my college experience a lot. I'm doing my senior thesis on orientation and involvement mm-hmm. and, like, participation on campus. And so for me, I think a lot of it, you know, is what, what you put into it, you get back. Mm-hmm. And Hamilton sets that up. So That's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think Hamilton just kind of provides a space for students to try new things, you know, the liberal arts nature of it for sure. And I don't only mean academically, you know, extracurricularly as well. You know, candidly in high school, I didn't find myself too involved with the with the school itself. I didn't feel that I was too involved with the student body or that I really had a firm stance in, in it all. And then I got to college and I got here, I, I just said, I got to make a change. I got to do something different. So, you know, like a week into freshman year, I was running to be on the student assembly and I was, you know, I found myself applying to be an RA. I found myself in all these roles that I I never would have wanted to touch in high school. But Hamilton just kind of provided the forum for me to get involved. And now I feel like a a real member of the community and it feels good. It feels good to be that way. But yeah. That's good. So what, what are the things that you've invested your time and energy in? What have you found as your passions or were your passions before you got here and you were able to continue down that path? That's a really good question. Yeah, I feel like my passions in high school were very different than my passions. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, I, again, I never really fathomed student government, student assembly in high school. But when I got here, I mean, I really burrowed into that. And that's definitely been a main focus of my experience here at Hamilton. 
Ruthie and I are also both psych majors, so we've also devoted a lot of time to the study of psychology. But in terms of, you know, free time and stuff, I think I find myself spending a lot more time with, you know, friends than I had tried to in high school. I really value the friendships that I've made here at Hamilton. And, you know, people say, like, oh, I'm hanging out with friends. It's kind of just, like, whatever. But for me, that's, like, something I I truly want to invest my time in. Mm -hmm. Those relationships are important to me. Yeah, definitely. In high school, I did a lot of musical theater. I've done no musical theater here. But I think I see similarities in, in like, what I wanted to be involved in, you know, things that had that kind of community and were focused around, like, a shared, I don't know, passion. So Mm -hmm. in high school, it was musical theater. Here, it's been a lot of um, outdoors and the outing club. I'm from Center City, Philadelphia, so I didn't grow up Mm -hmm. (laughs) with that easy access to the wilderness. So for me, Hamilton's been huge Mm -hmm. in that regard. So I think, you know, getting involved in that way. But to like what Julian said about friends, I think Hamilton's really cool in a way because people are really involved and Mm -hmm. people are really into their academics, but they do it, I don't know, like it's socially involved too. So Mm -hmm. like you'll be hanging out with your friends and studying, you know, it's very much a communal experience, even when midterms hit and you're all maybe a little, uh, I don't know, stressed or upset. (laughs) It's it's still a shared experience that ends up being like a real bonding experience, I think, for a lot of people at, at Hamilton. So... That's good. So you've both talked about finding your place here and finding some success in that. Have there been any struggles? Have you had moments through the years where you're like, this is freaking hard, or I wish this wasn't like this, and how did you move through that? Oh, yeah. I think everyone has their moments. I was actually, right before we came here, Julian and I were talking about, <laughs> have you thought about, you know, this the podcast at all? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I have been thinking about, I don't know, senior year, but also just you know, before how you get to school, every adult ever is like, enjoy college. Mm-hmm. It goes so fast. And you're like, uh, okay, yeah, I'll try, like, whatever that means. <laughs> and then now that I'm here in senior year, I was thinking like, wow, it does go fast. Like, what is that? And I was saying to Julian how I think it's because each year of college really presents you with a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. In that freshman year, you're like, what is going on? Everything is new. Sophomore year, you're kind of like, okay, I got this. I know everyone. Everyone knows me. Maybe you're lying to yourself. Whatever. That's how you feel. And then junior year, everything goes crazy because maybe you're abroad. Maybe you're not, but maybe your friends are abroad. And then after all that, you finally finally relax. And then it's, oh, hi, it's senior year and you're graduating soon. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of really adds to the potential ups and downs you could experience, like to answer your question. Mm -hmm. Things around you are constantly changing. And with that, as a result, you're probably changing. Um, in a way that's probably for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a result, you, you'll you'll totally experience fluctuations in academics, friends. And I think that's just par for the course and part of why, you know, college seems to move so fast, but in such an effective way that really lands with people to the point where as an adult, you can say, ah, you know, hold on to those college years. They mm-hmm. go so fast. Absolutely. So that's my two cents. <laughs> those are good. Two good cents. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, I feel like there are definitely those personal ups and downs that you experience or maybe you experience with your friend groups, but also just kind of the world's ups and downs. You can definitely feel that on campus um, because it is such a tight community that, you know, the whole campus comes together in those moments and kind of feels those moments together. We've definitely had a few shares of strange things going on in the world, in our small community that the whole campus felt. So I'd say those have been some of the harder times um, that I've experienced at least, especially when you're in a role of responsibility or uh, accountability. People are looking to you, you know, as an orientation leader, as an RA, student government, whatever you might find yourself doing, 
people are looking to you in those moments to for help or as a resource and sometimes responding in those moments when you yourself are struggling can be really hard but I think Hamilton helps you prepare yourself for that yeah that all makes sense that's good thank you Speaking of the different opportunities that each year has to offer, you both took advantage of the opportunity to study abroad. Is that correct? Yes. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> what were those experiences like, and what led you to choose those particular experiences? I have always known I wanted to go abroad. When I first got to Hamilton, I dove into Italian classes because I figured I'd get the requirements done for that, prepare myself with you know some degree of you know comfortability with the language, and then you know go off to Italy. But I realized junior year that I actually wanted to do a bit of a switch up so I decided to go to Dublin, Ireland instead. Did you speak Italian there? <laughs> I spoke Italian uh, everywhere I went. Good. <laughs> no one knew what I was the talking Irish about. The Irish were very confused. Yeah, they yeah. were. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was an Irish accent. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that would sound yeah. like. <laughs> At any rate, I loved it. It was, it was an amazing experience. I've always had kind of a soft spot for Ireland. I'm not Irish or anything, but it's just such a beautiful country, such a great group of people I was with and a great kind of know, the Irish spirit is, is really palpable you know you, you go from place to place throughout Dublin and everyone's just kind of really friendly and really welcoming so I, I just had a tremendous experience there yeah I similarly going into college I was like yeah junior year like I will go abroad you know it was never really a question for me I did GIS Stockholm mm. so Danish Institute of Study Abroad but but Swedish because <laughs> they've expanded. I know, confusing. I always have to explain that a little bit. But it was really cool. Everyone would always be like, why are you going to Sweden? <laughs> and, I mean, a big part of it for me was that the psychology department recommends it. The credits transfer pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So all the cards just kind of fell into place that way. You know, looking back, I, I think I really enjoyed my abroad experience. But I, I don't know. I definitely, like, had some moments on the study abroad experience where I was like, this is tough. Mm-hmm. I miss Hamilton. I actually wrote, I have a blog. I was a student blogger when I was there. I don't know if anyone wants to know, seekingfika.tumblr.com. <laughs> but no, but I do, I do speak to that, you know, on that blog about how I don't really think abroad is like this picture perfect mm-hmm. thing, you know, and I think a lot of people go into it with really high specific expectations, mm-hmm. like maybe more so even than going into college because mm-hmm. you see so many pictures online of people traveling around to these different countries or, you know, getting certain things out of abroad. And if I were to do it again, I think I would really just go in with absolutely no expectations mm-hmm. because I don't know, well, I don't, I've never been to Scandinavia. Like right. what expectations am I even supposed to have? So in the end, I really loved it. I think everyone should go abroad if, if you can, but definitely, you know, to, to set yourself up with expectations like that is in many ways, honestly, to set yourself up for some kind of disappointment, mm-hmm. I think. So the more open you can keep your mind, the better. I'll also say I think people should think about abroad a lot earlier than they do, mm-hmm. um, especially like the program I did. I, you have to apply a year before you go. So that would have been sophomore, like spring at the latest, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. And is definitely something you should be thinking about just in general, too, you know, like as you I mean, it's hard because at Hamilton, you don't really know your major for sure, sure until spring of sophomore year. But I think it's something that doesn't have to be like an oh, OK, this is my major. And like, OK, I guess I'll then I'll choose where I want to go abroad. It's like, you know, you could really be thinking about that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it and don't is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, think about it in the sense of like. I want to pick a place that feels right for me and I want to, you know, make my abroad experience as smooth as possible, but keep an open mind about the actual experiences. Yeah, that's great. So 
for the challenging and for the positive, what do you feel like, how do you feel like you ch- were changed by the experience? How did abroad oh. change me? <laughs> how did abroad, yeah, abroad changed me. <laughs> but I mean, that's a joke. You like, you know, you've seen that meme, I'm sure, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very hip. Um, yeah, I'm very cool. That's very what I'm known cool. for. No. Yeah, that's what I, how I know you. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it does. And like, as I was saying, it's not always necessarily like, I don't know, not for the worse or not for the better, but it's not always necessarily how you think it's going to change you. Sure. But I, th- I mean, that's part of the that's part of the ride, you know, like and that's part of the good thing is like if you think that's how that was going to change you, then did it really yeah. change you? Right. You know, I agree with that. I think that in the moment I didn't really understand what was going on around me. But now I'm, I, I miss it so much. Yeah. And I think when you're at Hamilton, which is obviously a very small school and a very isolated part of New York, sometimes you just get these, I guess tunnel vision is the best word for it. But you know, you go on abroad and you're reminded that the world is a much bigger place. And now I feel myself with some sort of wanderlust wanting to go, you know, back out and travel. And, you know, I have a, a job lined up and I'm really excited for that, but I'm also kind of aching to travel a bit before mm-hmm. that happens, before I settle in with, you know, work. Mm-hmm. So in some regard, I think it just made me think more about you know, what I want to do with my life, how I want to spend my time leisurely, where I want to go, things I want to see. Yeah, and I mean, we're sitting here as, like, second semester seniors, so it's been a, a year, I guess, since we did this, and, like, yeah. we're still... It still impacts me to this day, you know? Mm-hmm. I still talk to my Swedish host family. They're really cute. I like them a lot. This country that everyone was like, why are you going to Sweden, is now, like, on my mind a lot. Yeah. So I think it, yeah, it totally impacts you. That's awesome. You said something, Julian, that I I started to head us down a path of talking about how you have explored your future career plans, and I am interested in that, but you said something that I think is really important and sometimes gets lost in this process is as you've gone through your Hamilton experience and as you've moved through your senior year, how have you begun to envision not only your career path, but what you want your life to look like, all the facets of it? Small question. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to answer it Just in three words or less. <laughs> That's tough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, Ruthie and I are both psych majors, but we're looking in completely different directions than psychology. I mean, psychology is involved with a lot of the careers that anyone's really looking at, but neither of us are going to the like, traditional, the traditional route. But I don't know. I mean, there's definitely, I think the constant balance that everyone's dealing with is, you know, making enough money to survive and then doing something with the money that makes you happy. <laughs> that's what I, the way I think that, which may be a little cynical. But, you know, I, I, I went into Hamilton knowing that I, I was interested in psychology. I had no idea what, what economics was, never taken a course on it. Ended up taking my first, you know, what is it, microeconomics class, and I fell in love with that. And then took economics as my minor, but decided that that was kind of the career path that I wanted to go to as opposed to psychology. And... The way it kind of worked out was a few good internships led to a feeling that I would be comfortable working somewhere in finance. I'm actually going to be working at a place where the president is a Hamilton alum. <laughs> so there's a little Hamilton, oh, you know, community network. spirit out there. <laughs> but, you know, I still keep in mind, despite the fact that I'm probably going to be working pretty long hours and whatnot, that I need to find ways to uh, use my time wisely and to, you know, travel when I can or relax when I can, things like that. I need to figure out if I want to keep living in New York after college or if I only want to live in New York for a little while and then maybe go somewhere a little quieter. And I love the environment that Hamilton is surrounded by. So, you know, that being here as 
made me realize how much I, I do love the kind of rural, you know, community. And maybe I don't want to live somewhere in like, I wouldn't say that Hamilton has answered any of these questions, but it has definitely raised them for me. <laughs> so I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. No, I, I, like, I think that's huge what you just said about like raising the questions and not mm-hmm. necessarily answering them for you because even as seniors, like I don't think most of us have this worked out. Even if we have a job lined up mm-hmm. and like are going somewhere, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we get together at our, what, our 10 reunion? How, how often do these reunions Every, every five. <laughs> or, like, in five, ten years, and mm-hmm. it's, like, people are in totally different spaces than we left off. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've spoken to a few different alums as I've been kind of navigating job searching in senior year, and almost all of them, in more or less the same words, have said, Hamilton prepares you for everything and nothing, in the sense that we're like a liberal arts school, so you're not specialized, mm-hmm. but you, you've, you're given such an amazing set of tools to go into like nearly any field or go into a field and then be like, mm, nah, and then switch it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think, you know, for me, a lot of what I've been thinking about senior year is like just, you know, how to use those tools and, you know, carry carry that bit of Hamilton with me. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I think the, the, the main takeaway from that, though, is like most seniors are confused, even if they have things lined up Mm -hmm. and like I don't know if you're like a freshman or a sophomore listening to this being like I need to figure out what I'm gonna do not that you guys sound like that I was just gonna say (laughs) that first years and sophomores yeah because that's yeah that's (laughs) yep (laughs) but you know it's like I I don't know no one has it figured out and (laughs) if they do I feel like they might be lying or I don't know Travis do you have it figured out no so there you, okay, yeah, there you go. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, I think that uh, common conversations that I have with people is that your 20s are a mess. You should expect the whole decade to be a mess because it's you make it through college if that's the path that you've taken, and that's certainly that's the path that the two of you have taken, and you spend time trying to make enough money to survive and trying to have fun and figure out all the things in the world. And, you know, if you haven't practiced things like meaningful, healthy relationships and development of friendships in ways that work outside of a community where everybody is all always together, those are practiced skills that take time, right? And so then by your 30s, you're like, I probably actually make an amount of money that I don't have to worry as much, and I've figured some of these things out, and from there, it's pretty sweet. But you should expect it to be a little bit confusing and and unknown for a while, and that's just part of it, and I think that's fine. But I still, at the age I am now, I can look at myself five years ago and be like, that guy was an idiot. <laughs> you know, that's just a reoccurring thing. It's just like, but if you're not growing and you're not learning, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely. So one of the things, Ruthie, that you kind of leaned into is the making the most of senior year. So I don't mean to make it weird, but you're approaching the end of senior year at this point. You're on the downhill. And so what strategies have you used and what are some of the things you're still hoping to do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things I made sure of going into this year was like not to count myself out of new opportunities mm-hmm. just because I was going to be a senior. So like last year I applied to be a peer counselor and I've been a peer counselor this year, mm-hmm. which has been really amazing and really given me like a lot of tools I feel like I can take away, mm-hmm. even though I don't want to necessarily go into counseling. Sure. But, you know, like getting involved in that, I've, I've been connected with a whole new group of people some really cool mentors in terms of the psychologists over at the counseling center. Mm-hmm. So that's been a really new opportunity. I also knew I wanted to live in the co-op. So I did that and equally amazing, you know, like giving myself these new experiences to mm-hmm. meet new people and just get the sense that, you know, I am tapping into these areas 
of Hamilton that I knew I wanted to, but didn't necessarily, I don't know, think I was ready or, or have enough of a, feel like I could push myself enough to get there. And I think a lot of people do, like, there's this kind of, like, weird, I don't know if you'd call this a double standard, I don't know, but just this, this mindset where it's like, oh, like, I'm too young, I'm going to wait. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I'm too old, I can't do anything new. And then it's like, well, when were you going to do it? So... Yeah, I honestly, my <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I really don't think it's ever too late. And if anything, mm-hmm. I think senior year can present really good opportunities to try something new mm-hmm. because you're older, maybe you're a little wiser, and you're just more open to things, mm-hmm. especially if you're in the mindset of, like, <laughs> use it or lose it. Like, I got to try this. And I've also started doing acupuncture in the community. This is a plug. The <laughs> community center in the counseling center, acupuncture. Fantastic. So just just do it. I don't know. What's the brand, Nike? <laughs> this is not product placement. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I don't know. I have, like, a little bit of, I don't know, frustration with the phrase, like, make the most. I mean, it seems, like, very active. And I, I, I've taken more of a passive role to, to the kind of making the most, if you will. I think that trying to make opportunities happen for you and like really putting a ton of effort into seeking totally new things for you or last ditch efforts. I know a lot of people when they get to senior year are talking about like doing things they like I want to go like I, I get all that. I do. But I also feel like practicing that inherently makes you feel like you didn't have a fulfilling experience so far. This is all my personal take on it. So my my take is be a yes man or yes woman. You know, whatever comes your way, say yes. Give it a try. Try new things for sure. But to actively hunt out, you know, new experiences, it almost kind of gives you this feedback that you haven't done enough yet. And I, I'd hope that by the time you get to senior year, you've you've had a pretty good experience at Hamilton so far, and you don't need those last few months of spring to make you feel like you did something. You know, so. I guess my my overarching motto is, you know, make the most of it throughout the experience, you know, all four years. And when it gets to senior year, keep saying yes to things, but you don't have to, you know, go to every dorm on campus to make yourself feel like you've seen it all or you don't have to, you know, do all sorts of crazy things. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it is like a very personal experience, mm-hmm. but it is like a matter of, you know, whatever feels right. Like if you feel like you've gone throughout Hamilton and you've you've seen and done what it is you came here to do, like, that's perfectly fine. But also, if you, for some reason, like, have a, like, a real yearning to get involved in one last thing, like, just because you're a senior doesn't mean it's too late, you I know? Absolutely. So one of the things that I did as a senior that I always recommend, it doesn't, it's not for everybody. Everybody's way of enjoying their senior year is different. But for me, reflection and closure mm-hmm. were both things that I was really seeking. And the one of the ways that I chose to do that toward the end, because I went to an institution in upstate New York as well, so the winter is real, is that once winter finally broke, I spent time intentionally meandering the campus to specific places where I had been and experienced things. So not like new places that I'd never seen, but rather going like back to the residence hall I lived in my first year and thinking about what those experiences were and who I was at that time and who I was with at that time and just like kind of taking stock in what the experience had been over the four years and that felt good that felt good to me I'm sure it's not for everybody but that felt good to me I really like that idea I think probably not enough seniors do the reflection portion of the make the most I think a lot of you know seniors just want to have a good time you know like end it with a bang but taking time to reflect is super important and I I, I would I would definitely endorse that kind of making the most thank you I appreciate that so (laughs) 
since Julian co-signed on it, obviously it's the right answer. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I'd love to know, since you are experienced folks on campus, taking all kinds of advantages of the opportunities, if you today could go to yourself, your senior year of high school, and say, do this, don't do that, think about this, don't worry about that, what might you say? I think I would focus on the don't worry portion. I think I'm definitely someone who, you know, every decision that's hyped up by society really feels like it's going to be the end-all, be-all decision. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that's been a stumbling block throughout my experience, like going from high school to college and throughout college. So I think I would definitely emphasize the don't worry about it portion, especially because once you are at Hamilton, like there's a lot of systems and people in place to support you. So even if something feels like the end of the world, it's probably not. Mm -hmm. So I think past me could really use <laughs> that advice. And then, you know, kind of like what I've just been saying, just go with the flow more. Like I think my mistake has been a lot of planning and planning is good and I love planning I have a planner I advocate that everyone should have a planner physical planner but I, I just don't I don't know that we need the the obvious roadmap that a lot of people think you need going into school and that it really is okay to try things and that there's a reason Hamilton you know doesn't make you declare your major until sophomore year so yeah I would tell past me to not worry about it and just <laughs> go with the flow hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with all that. I think maybe I'd say something about... It's like the classic be here now trope, but... It's real. You know, something to that effect. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about how you don't really know how good it was until it's gone kind of thing. And I felt that with my four years at Hamilton. I felt that with abroad. I guess the image I always think of is it's hard to see your reflection on the water's surface when you're already submerged, right? Like, if you're... You know, if you're in the middle of it, you can't you look back on yeah. it, right? So I guess heading into college, I probably would have told myself then, you know, to, to really look around and, and, and see what's there, you know, and try to appreciate the moment as it's passing and not just in reflection. I think I did a, a fairly good job of that, but there have definitely been times here where I didn't know how good it was. And then now I'm looking back and I, I wish I could, I wish I could go back to myself you know, senior year of high school, just to relive it, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. And I think that kind of speaks to, A, how good the experience I've had here is, and also to how maybe at times I didn't really fully understand what I was what I was into. Mm -hmm. So now, if your past senior in high school self was in this conversation with you and you got to describe the things that you've done, what would your senior in high school self would be most proud of you for having done in the last four years? Yeah. I think he'd just be shocked. <laughs> yeah, by what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm serious. I, I, I mean, I said this earlier, and I just did not involve myself maybe even a quarter as much in high school. I, I kind of thought of myself as like a step away from a ghost, maybe, where, you know, I, I, I drifted through. I did my part. I did what I had to do, but I definitely wasn't, I wasn't anything as involved, anywhere as involved in high school as I am now here at Hamilton. So probably just... A bit of a go-getter attitude that just clicked when I got here. Um, it, he'd probably be pretty shocked by that. Uh, you know, my involvement in SA, my involvement as an RA for a brief spell. I don't know, just kind of the, some of the few leadership roles I've taken on. My like 
deep-seated interest in academia, which, you know, was there in high school, I'd say, but definitely not what it is now. I don't know. It just, yeah, yeah he'd be confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think she'd be, like, happy about where I am now. I think, like, I, I remember always writing those, like, letters to self. You know what I mean? Like, we do that all the time. You do it on orientation. Mm-hmm. I did it a lot throughout high school. And, like, I don't know. I've always had a good relationship, I think, with past me. Past me would tend to leave me, like, money, which is always fun, in the envelopes. <laughs> so we've always had a good situation. That's awesome. Um, and, I, yeah, I think she'd be pretty pleased. I think she'd be especially pleased with the idea that, like, I've taken advantage of the location and getting outside and being a part of things like Adirondack Adventure. You know, like, I, I don't know. I tend to beat myself up over, like, little skills like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily something I would have applied for in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I went to Maine with my family, and we stayed in a cabin, but I wasn't, like, a super backpacky, mm-hmm. I don't know, canoe kid. <laughs> canoe kid. But so I think she'd just be pleased with the fact that I didn't let these, like, preconceived notions of myself stop me from trying. And for the most part, like, it, it has worked out. So I think she'd be like, yeah, you know what, here's... Here's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Mine would be pleased to be to be to go back real quick. but shocked very in, a, in a pleased way. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's kick it forward one more time. Five year reunion yourselves. What would you want? What do you hope the next five years will look like? Yeah, I hope I stay in connection with people from Hamilton because I really do like my friends here. And I don't really see any reason why I wouldn't. I think a lot of my fears now are like the fact that people are going all over the place, all over the country, all over the world even. I would hope that in five years from now, you know, I'm still connected to the people I was close with here no matter where they've gone. But that also I just kind of continue that trajectory that that past me was pleased with and that like I'm trying things and, you know, I'm not necessarily afraid to back down from being in a situation that... I don't necessarily think I have the skills for, but, you know, as I said, like, Hamilton gives you everything and nothing, so Mm -hmm. even if I don't think I have the skills, like, (laughs) maybe in some ways I do. So, yeah, I would just want to be in a place where I'm comfortable, I don't know, in in my job, in my living situation, but mostly in, like, the idea that I can make decisions based off of that idea that, you know, I want to do this. I don't think anything is stopping me from doing it other than my mind or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the try new things aspect. I feel like settling into employment, it's easy to kind of settle into a recurrent lifestyle, uh, unless you have a really cool job that does amazing different things every day. But, you know, I think a lot of people are going to jobs where it's going to be a lot more consistent than the college experience, which, as Ruthie mentioned earlier, is different every year, if not every semester. So, you know, I'd want to make sure that, you know, myself in five years has done different things for the past five years and that he's tried new experiences you know in the same kind of fashion that he's he did back in high, in uh, college so I think that's probably the most important part for me those were weird questions I didn't know I was going to ask I hope that felt okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> well good. I mean I think we do th- I've been thinking about that a lot you know as like it all comes toward like what is it February? Yeah, we have an extra day tomorrow, mm-hmm. leap year. So it's like basically March, which is spring, which is like graduation season. So I think, you know, it, it, these thoughts are kicking in. Yeah. So the ask felt okay. Okay, good. good. <laughs> I'm glad. So anything else you want to get across while we're together talking? I don't know. That's a tough question, too. That might be the hardest question yet. <laughs> 
I've had a great time. I really don't know how else to say it. And I, I know that everyone has a different experience, and not all those experiences are wholly positive, but I think Hamilton was just a great, excellent choice for me. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how else to say it. It was just, and this isn't, you know, advertising. <laughs> we are not paid. <laughs> We're not paid for this, but it, it was, You're you know, paying. <laughs> it was a really good experience. It feels weird to say, but yeah, I mean, I've, I, I never counted down the days glumly in in high school I was always eagerly counting down the days you know like how many days till spring break summer break whatever but I'm I'm miserably counting down the days here right now and it's it's sad because it, you know it's been a good it's a good, good ride mm-hmm. yeah and you kind of reminded me too like just I feel like a takeaway because I'm thinking about I don't know I don't know who's listening to this podcast but like I think just a big thing thinking about your overarching college experience is like bad moments that doesn't equal a bad college experience mm-hmm. you know like I think looking from the space we are in now towards the end we really can look at the collective and see it as a whole and I just you know like I don't know if you're an underclassman and you're just going through a rough patch like that's perfectly normal and you know you're still in the first like half first quarter you know like why in the world would that project the rest of your experience and I think Especially when it's so easy to make a change. Yeah, you know? I, I value change. the change. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's there waiting for you, and you can make it. And then maybe you can be on this podcast talking to Travis about your senior year experience. It's a high honor. Is, so, I was going to say, is honor. that the goal? Yeah, this wow. Is, this is the climax yeah. of my Hamilton career. <laughs> the five years, the high school senior review is like, wait, you were on the podcast? Yeah, you were on the that, podcast. That would be the most shocking. Yeah, no, but yeah, because I, yeah, I think that's really what get, bogs a lot of people down mm-hmm. is they feel like they have a bad week, maybe even a bad couple of months, and mm-hmm. they're like, wow, you know, this isn't working for me, and like, in the moment, that very much may be the case, but like, as someone who's had plenty of rocky moments in college, like, I can genuinely look back and say, that was great, you know, so I feel like you got to get to the end to see what it looks like, so keep, keep at it. <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you both. This was really great. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. Good time. <laughs> that was Ruthie Schmidt and Julian Paracone, members of the class of 2020. Stay tuned for future episodes. This is Life on the Hill. <laughs>